Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. I hope you enjoyed last episode on the numbers that you must know in your business. As an event creative, we tend not to like numbers, right? We are so good in creating. We're so good with logistics. When it comes to numbers, many of us was like, oh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> but if you want to turn your passion into profit, there are certain numbers, financials that you must know. And in last episode, I talked about, talk about the financial numbers that you must understand so that you know whether you're making money or not. So to continue with the numbers conversation, we are going to talk about the sales numbers that you must know in order to turn your passion into profit. Okay. There's a big difference between financial numbers and sales numbers. Sales numbers is all about sales. Without sales, you don't have the financial. So this part here, extremely, extremely important, understanding your sales numbers. And this is also a part, this particular part here is what trips many people, okay? Trips up many people in understanding how much sales activities they need to do in order to get how many leads, in order to close how many sales, in order to hit their income goal, okay? So it's almost like a flow chart. You got to understand how much money you want to make Okay, it starts from there. How much money you want to make? And then there's a dollar amount. What are your offers? How much are your offers? And then you divide that by your income goal, divide by the cost of your offers. That gives you how many offers at that cost that you need to sell. So once we determine, so let's take a scenario this time around that if we want to make $120,000 a year, okay, in rev, in in your fees, all right, not event budget, in your fees, the fees that you keep in your, um, in your pocket, okay? Not paying for decor, not the event budget, the fees that you charge for creating the event. And each of, let's say, each of your services, okay? Each of your, each of your services is at least, let's just say $2,000, okay? Divide by $2,000 minimum. That means you need to sell 60 of them. 60 of them in one year, we have 12 months. That means we need to sell five. Five of your $2,000 offer, okay? Assuming you're only selling the $2,000 offer. How about that? To keep it simple. So you need to sell five of your $2,000 offer every single month in order to hit your income goal of $120,000, okay? So now, how are we going to close five sales? 
how many leads do we need to have in order to close those five sales? So you will hear the industry term, which is like 80-20 rule. 80-20 rule is you will talk to 100 people. 80 people probably won't listen to you. 20 people will probably listen to you here and there. And then out of that 20 people, you probably will close one to two sales. Okay, that's what we call the sales is a numbers game. In order to know how many qualified leads, okay, I use the word qualified because a lead is someone who knows what you do, who you help, okay, who you help, what you do, and they need what you are providing. They know how much you cost and they can afford to pay you, okay? To summarize, a lead, okay, is someone who knows the services you provide and they want and need the services you provide. They know how much you cost and they're able to pay how much you are charging. That's what we call a lead. Otherwise, it's just an inquiry, okay? It's just an inquiry. If they don't know what you do or they don't have a very good idea about what you do, if they don't know how much you cost and if they don't know if they really need you, that's just an inquiry. So I'm going to break it down into how many inquiries you need, right? And then out of the number of inquiries, after you qualify them either through a discovery call or through a questionnaire, how many leads you have, and then what is your closing percentage? Your closing percentage or conversion is also another industry term in the sales industry. What's your conversion rate? Okay. So there is no hard and fast rule for this conversation. Some people, their conversion rate is very high. When they tell me that, oh, every single person that comes on a call with me, every single lead, okay, let's just say every single lead. That means this person knows what you do. They want and need what you do. They know how much you cost and they are able to pay your fees. And somebody tells me that they're able to close almost 100% or 90% or in fact, even 80% of their leads. That's good news, but that's also bad news. The bad news is if you're able to close that much, it's not that high percentage. It's not only because you are a good salesperson, you have a good qualification process, but there's a very high likelihood that you're undercharging. Okay? You're undercharging. A high ticket sales, all right, or a fee that you should be able to charge that you're able to reach your income goal without having to work so many events Normally, the conversion rate is about 40 to 50%. Okay, 40 to 50%. Again, I am not saying that this applies to every single person. So if you have a very high conversion rate, I'm not taking away the credit that you are a good salesperson. But I want you to do a test. Okay, if you are able to convert five, five leads into paying clients, at $2,000 a month, 
Okay, $2,000 a lead. All right. So you make $10,000 a month, but you have to work five events. Okay. And your conversion rate is almost 100%. Let's just say 80 to 100%. Okay. So everyone, every, every five person comes on a call with you and you're able to convert them. You close them all. They all bought your $2,000 package. So you have five events you need to plan in a year, in, in a month, and you make $10,000. Okay. I want you to do a test. How about if you increase your fee to $2,500? So you only need to do four events. Okay. Four events and see what is your conversion rate. If your conversion rate drops, but yet you're still able to make the $10,000 a month, 100% you're undercharging. Okay. So you want to try it out. All right. And sometimes it evens out. You may not have to do many events in a month. And then some other months you do a lot of events at a higher price point and you still reach your income goal. The goal here is to work less and make more. So you need to keep testing your price point to see where are you in terms of your conversion rate, okay? 40 to 50% is actually pretty good at the price point that you really, really want to charge, okay? So let's go back to talk about the numbers, all right? So if let's say we talk about, okay, your conversion rate is actually 50%, okay? It's no longer 100%. If your conversion rate is 50% at a price point of 2,500, that means you need to have four solid leads, okay? Four solid leads. So how many inquiry do you need to have in order to get four solid leads? There's no magic numbers, okay? The only way to do this is to trial and error, keep track. How many leads do you have? And by the way, that also changed when you are getting better and better and better at sales, at qualifying your clients, handling objections, okay? So those change as well. All this data or numbers that I'm feeding you, just pay attention to it. Do your homework in terms of tracking those numbers and see how are your conversion rate, how is your conversion rate fluctuating, okay? So, I have, I have a rule, an 80-20 rule, all right? So if I want, let's say, four clients that pays $2,500 for my services, for me, it's $25,000, all right, or $30,000, how many clients do I need to talk to? So I have, I come to the conclusion that because I am charging at a pretty high price point, I have to be very intentional. So a lot of times, you have to go through a lot of inquiry to find a qualified lead. So if we talk about the 80-20 rule, right? If I, if I have 100 people I reach out to, okay? They, all these 100 people, I've told them what I do. So they're aware of what I do. I also told them about the client's results that I create. And I also share how much my cost is to hire me to do their event. Out of the 100 people, okay, I probably only have 20 people, so the 80-20 rule. 20 people who will be interested to learn more. So out of that 20 people who are interested to learn more, which is what we call 
the, which is what we call the inquiry. Okay, the inquiry. So the inquiring more. After 20, all right, I probably, and again, let's do another 80-20 rule, right? I probably only have about like four who are qualified, super qualified. Or maybe let's just say, mm, I'm a little lucky this time because out of the 100 outreach that I have, 80 went to waste. They have zero interest. And then 20% have shown some interest. Let's say out of, that 20, out of that 20 people who shown some interest, I've given them the, I've given them my application form to talk to me because I'm qualifying them. So on the application form, I ask some questions. And out of that application that I receive before they come on to talk to me, I realized that more than 50% or at least 50% are not my ideal client. So I don't waste my time talking to all 20 people, getting them on a call with me. This is how I save my time and my energy in terms of talking to everybody that not everybody's going to buy. So I only want to reserve my time and energy for really qualified leads. So I reach out to 100 people and a lot of times it's not me reaching out. I have a system and a process which I can have someone, I create the content and then the social media goes out. I can have a VA who do all the outreach to try to, to, try to get these people to be interested in what I have to say, right? So I, was, I will ask questions like, oh, do you want to book a call to talk a little bit more about your events, right? So I send out a generic message to all 100 people and you should try that too, okay? Send out a generic message to all 100 people. Say, oh, I see that you have been following me and we have slots on my calendar to take on a few more events. This is what we do. You, re, you re-emphasize, right? What you do, how you help, you share some testimonials and then this is how much it costs to work with me. Are you interested to get on a call to discuss a little bit more about your events? So out of the 180 disappeared, 20 responded, yes, I would like to get more information. So those 20, right, I will send out a questionnaire in order to book a call with me. So now we have a further qualification process. So we send out the questionnaire and then out of the questionnaire, I will look at, okay, so I'm taking track of all these numbers, okay? I'm, t- I'm, I'm noting down, okay, 100 outreach, how many, how many people respond to me? Okay, 20, 20 people respond to me. So I have a 20% of my outreach. That's pretty good. The next time I try, I'm going to track again. Is it always hovering around 20%? If it's not, that means I need to do more outreach. If it's all, if it's the next time is 30%, 40%, that means that post is really good. So I will just keep on using that post. Okay, so the, all these are testings. So you want to be able to test when you're doing your outreach. So I will, I will have, okay, perfect. So I will have 20 people who says, I would like to have more information. Then I send out the questionnaire and then the questionnaire will ask more questions to qualify them, okay? To qualify if I want to work with them, more so than they want to work with me. I do not want to get on a call with someone who suddenly forgot how much I charge and said that I cannot afford you. So I will be very clear on that questionnaire how much it costs to hire me, okay? And I will be very clear in asking what do they really need help with so I can assess if I even want to do their events. So 
after I sent out the questionnaire, a lot of times I would say 50%, 50%, they are fairly qualified on paper. Okay. So that means out of the 20 people that say, yes, I want more information, I get 10 of them, which is 50%. Okay. 50% who looks qualified on paper. So out of that 10 people, we will, we are going to book a call. So now on that call, I will have to track what is my closing percentage. If my closing percentage is 100%, that means I'm able to sell my $2,500 package to all 10 of those people who qualified to get on a call with me. If my closing rate is 50%, I'm able to close five people. Okay, if my closing rate is 40%, I'm able to close four of those people. So you want to be able to track, okay? You want to be able to track all these numbers. This is what we call a sales matrix. So you want to be able to track all these numbers to see what is your closing rate. You want to be able to reverse engineer the numbers. Reverse engineer is what I just said at the very beginning of the podcast. Your income goal is $120,000. How many sales do you have to make to reach $120,000? And we said, okay, $120,000 divided by $2,000 per offer, right? We need to make 60 sales. 60 sales equates to how many sales per month? Five sales a month. How many outreach do I need to have in order to book inquiry, in order to have people inquire about my services and then further qualify them and then convert them. All these you need to measure. I'm hesitant to share all these concrete numbers because it's all it all varies. Each person, okay? As I mentioned just now, it all varies on how much time do you actually spend in, how much time do you actually, it's not the outreach that's the problem. The part that is going to vary the most is your qualification process and also your handling objection, your sales, your sales skills, okay? How to close them. What do you do to close them? Do you make them go through a whole process of really be familiar with the, with the results that you create for your clients, how your events can look like? Do you, do you make it clear how you work so they, they really want to work with you because they like the way you work. Do you make it clear how much it costs to work with you and the value behind it? Do you make it clear to share with them the client's experience when they're working with you? All this plays a part in prepping your lead to get on a call. So when they get on a call, they are always already semi-close, okay? They're already semi-close. So when it's semi-close, you only have to do the other 50% of the work. You want to be able to track all these numbers. So if, if people are asking you, what is your conversion rate? Okay, you know what you're talking about. Conversion rate is how many, how many leads you have versus how many you close. So I'm going to give you another example. If you use a paid lead platform, okay? Let's say you use Thumbtack, Facebook, Bark, Event Active, whatever, paid lead, wedding wire and the not. You get all these leads coming in. 
Okay, you want to be able to calculate in a month how many leads you get. If in a month you got 20 leads, okay, and out of the 20 leads, only five responded back to you, you have to understand what happened. What happened? How come only five is interested to know what you have to offer? Where is, is there a broken process here? Okay. And then you get these five who wants to know more about your, your services. And then if they get on a call with you and you're not able to convert them, you have to understand why. Why didn't I convert them? What's wrong? If you don't track all these numbers, then you don't have data to analyze where, what is wrong with the process and where in the process can be fixed. Okay. So for us, for a mentorship program, not for M2, because M2 is pretty streamlined. I already got the numbers down. For our Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Mentorship Program, we are, we are going to, we track, like in order to book, in order to close four sales outside our launch to enroll four more clients into our mentorship program, how many, how many people do we need to book on a call to get on a call? And we have come to the conclusion that our conversion rate, okay, it's about, it's about, I would say, in all in all, two to three percent. So the conversion rate, two to three percent from the total number of outreach. If the total number of outreach, okay, is 1,000 people, and 2%, okay, 1,000, 2% is 20 people, okay? 20 people that will enroll into our program. So if every time I, I want to do a launch, right? Every time I want to do a launch, we try to hit 600 people to 1,000 people to sign up for the workshop, okay? And we say that we want 600 people, 600 people, to sign up, our conversion rate is 2% of the 600 people outreach, okay? Outreach. So there's two ways to measure. Can you do a convert a sales conversion rate from the number of number of leads or a conversion rate based on the number of outreach? So for us, we just do a percentage of number of, of people who register for the workshop. So they may not know what I do, they do not know how much I charge. That's why, that's why I put the conversion as 2% instead of 40 to 50%. So I say that, okay, I want to enroll 12 people into the program at every launch. That means my conversion rate, and I know that my conversion rate is 2%. That means I need to have 600 people register for the workshop. Okay? So for you, as an event planner, if you say that I want to have five people, five events every single month, what is the conversion rate? Let's just say two, okay? Two, two percent, okay? You want to have five people. That means you need to do 250 outreach, okay? 250 outreach, that means you're actually talking to people. Okay, DM people, send, like have conversation with people, 250 people in order 
to convert five, 2% of that, so five clients, okay? All this sounds really daunting, but when you are going through a paid leads platform, it's so much, it's much easier. I'm talking about organic outreach just now, okay? When it's a paid leads platform, a lot of times you already advertise your work. People already have an idea what you do and they know how much you cost. So if they are semi-qualified, so you just need to continue to qualify them. So I want you to be able to pay attention to all these and to know whether the paid lead platform is a good platform. You have to think, okay, every month I pay, I pay $250 or $500 to this particular platform. I get 20 leads. And then out of the 20 leads, right? Let's say 20 leads and your conversion rate is, is 20, let's say 40%, okay? 20 leads times four, you book eight events. So out of the 20 leads that you got, you are able to book eight events. And eight events, each one that you book is $2,000. So you take eight events times by $2,000, that is $16,000 of revenue that you got in the month where you only invest, how much did I say? Uh, $250? You actually... <laughs> you actually 64 times your investment. You spend $250 and you get back 64 times, okay? That's insane. That's a great platform to advertise your work. So listen to this podcast a few more times to really understand these numbers. When people say that, oh, your conversion rate should be 50%, 100%, you should be able to close four out of five leads, BS. Not true because it all depends on where you are in where you are in your confidence level, where you are in your relationship with money, where you are in tracking your numbers. Do you know your numbers? Where you are in nurturing these people before they get on a call with you? Are they almost sold already when they get on a call? So that's why I say I hesitate to tell you a hard and fast number. Every single one of us have a different number. But you need to be able to track this number. And today's episodes, the goal for today's episode is to bring awareness to what numbers you are tracking. Okay? So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And again, we have an announcement to make. We have our in-person event on June 3rd, which is a Saturday, where we'll be talking about numbers. <laughs> it is profit on repeat. And this is an in-person event. Initially, we're supposed to start from 8 to 5, but the venue doesn't allow me to start until 10 o'clock. So we're going to do like 10 to 6 or 10 to 7. So we have a day together. Um, we have a virtual option and we have also an in-person option. So we'll be evaluating how much does it cost to live your dream life? And then we're going to reverse engineer the numbers, okay? How many years you want to work? How much are your offers? How much time you're going to dedicate in, in building your business? How much sales do you need to make? At what price point? Then you'll be able to live your lifestyle that you want. Pricing strategy and also um, the illusion of a, good, of, a, of a good deal, your relationship with money. A lot of times, believe it or not, we, are the, we stop ourselves from making the money that we want to make because of certain belief that we have about money. Like making money is difficult. Doing sales is difficult. All those beliefs. So we're going to work through that. So the early bird has expired. So the ticket to come in person is $597. And the virtual is $297. You get a digital workbook and you also get a recording. 
of the uh, of the event. So you'll be able to join me live virtually. So for the virtual ticket or in person, all your food and beverage are taken care of. You only need to pay for your accommodation and uh, and your flight ticket. Some people just fly in and out for that one day. So if you know of anybody who will benefit from this, share the news. And I pay out an, uh, a referral bonus as well, 10%, okay? 10% for every single ticket that you help me sell. So, so or bring a friend, you know, referral, then you and your friend can split the cost because we get 10% discount. So let's, let's share the news because if you don't know your numbers, you don't have a business. Very simple. You have a hobby, which is not a bad thing. But if you want to be able to live your life and getting paid doing what you love, this is one of the events to come to you, especially when it comes to understanding your financials. So let me know if you want more information, send me a DM, send me an email, go to the show notes and you'll be able to find, to get in touch with me and then spread the news. Thank you so much for your time today. I look forward to speaking with you again next next Thursday. Thank you all. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.